and he's got the woo on. This was serendipitous, y'all. Monkey D. Monty's back. I mean, when a motherfucker steps out of his place and gets slapped in this motherfucking face, just because the motherfucker tried the base. But Gio dicked, but Gio dicked. And while I see this whole plate passes by, motherfuckers think they qualify. And for those niggas want to try, the Gio dicked, the Gio dicked. Yeah. I'm not caught up in politics I'm no black activist on a so-called scholar's deck I come through with the wood drop now They go to town, freestyle rhymes up from the grass and deliver There are things that never can wait, search the depth On how living things we live Cause at a young age, I was molded in a religion I relied on and got caught up in superstition Scared to split poles up black cats Once in a while, threw swords over my back But with knowledge itself from more the shell Made things seem complicated now small like else So turn off the lights like the candy Have a seance Pull a lid off the demon scandal Visits, warlocks, smokes and holy ghosts Rizzo, let's defraud the host When the motherfucker steps out his place Man gets slapped in his goddamn face Just because the nigga what he tried to base With Gio Dick, with Gio Dick And while I see this whole quick passes by Motherfuckers think they qualify We back, motherfuckers For those niggas want to try The G-O-D But you gotta let this ride We were on the same ship when the slaves were checked I had to put your card, you was on the top deck So I plotted my escape I sort of in line between love and hate Fast from the hall on the plate I suffered brutal pain for whips and chains Punishments that were set to wash the brain So look, listen, observe, and also respect this jewel Draw it up, detect, and reflect this light I shine Cause my power to be fine through the truth Which manifests through eternal minds Purified gases and masses The same elements that help spark Civilization classics I see brothers that spark Civilization classics Listen to the jizzer man, the genius man like, We gotta take a moment And appreciate the jizzer man Let's go back to the moment. Yo, dick. How about that? Yo, dick. While I see this whole place passes by, motherfuckers think they qualify. And for those niggas want to try, the G.O. dick, the G.O. dick. When a motherfucker steps out his place and gets slapped in his goddamn face, just because the nigga when he tries to face the G.O. dick. G-O-T. While I see this whole click passes by, motherfuckers think they qualify. And for those who make the to try, the G-O-T. The G-O-T. I mean, I mean, that's the name of the podcast, but it's just a mood. Listenership, that's just a mood. I mean, is a mood. I hope that y'all know that and you feel that way when you see. My shit pop up on all DSP, Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all that shit. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, shout out to all you motherfuckers. But when you see I mean, I mean, it's the mood and it's a mood. And I hope I hope that that resonates with y'all, man. And uh, we had to give the Jizza, Jizza the Genius and Wu-Tang, man, and all of their affiliates just the space. We just had to let that shit breathe, bro. Oh, yeah. Man, we? He he has a there's something he does I haven't really seen many other artists do where he'll do like a, you know the whole he'll stick with a scheme of and like a, a theme the whole entire track like have you ever heard uh, Animal Planet that track he did it, it, it's on uh, it's called um, it's it's Return to the Liquid Sword like later he kind of went back to the Liquid Sword concept and he had a song called Animal Planet 
And like literally the whole track from the beginning to the end, he's just talking about the animal kingdom. And like with his style where it's it's very simple. It's kind of like you feel like maybe I could think of that, but it's so complex what he's saying. Like like his delivery, like he's not trying to do all the lyrical miracle type stuff, but the impact in his word choice is just like it's so high level. It's so impactful. Like he'll say in like four bars, but it might take some of the whole entire, you know, uh, uh, track to say. He'll say it in four bars. Like talked about the so-called black activists. To your point, right. just then, that is all he had to say to say so much more than what you just heard. Yeah. Right. That was the those are the opening bars. That was the opening bar. Oh my. This is this is what we're doing is the only thing that comes to mind once that happens. You're like, oh, so this is how we start. I can't imagine how this is gonna finish. Yeah, sure. Like the beat all right. So you're a producer and you've done an incredible job. Kudos to you live on air, the world over, worldwide, everybody know this about this producer. Tatsumaki, <laughs> if I'm pronouncing that right, I hope I hope that I am. Yeah, I've heard it a million it's times. On, <laughs> it's on that Street Fighter pronunciation. I've heard it a million times. Street Fighter. I was like, that that's got to be the one. Tatsumaki. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in Street Fighter, it's like It's more like that. Oh shit! I was off. <laughs> I was off quite a bit because. You know, you get it mixed up in a sea of Hadoukens and yoga flames, yoga fire, uppercut, uppercut, yoga flame, perfect. Have you seen that video of that beatboxer, like in Spain, like a Spain, some Spanish show, and like they were showing a video game and it was muted, and he's like doing the whole "you win," oh, like he's doing the whole fight. It was Sagat versus Guile. Or something like that. And it's a beatboxer. Like, you would appreciate it, though. He nailed it. That's crazy. So I, his... I have to send that to you. Please send that to me, because to hear someone yeah. with addiction and that kind of control over voices, that's always something. That is always something to behold. Man, some people just have mastered voice. Not only that, but breath. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? And, and his timing, because they're playing and fighting, so, like, he's doing the block sound and the hit sound. And the grab and the throw sound—he's like playing it mm-hmm. out when he's watching. It's crazy. Like that's dexterity. Like my tongue—I <laughs> don't believe pause um, has that kind of dexterity. It has dexterity, but man, at that speed, you know, like someone like um, Twister Tech Nine, Freddie Gibbs. Oh wow! Yeah. Especially Freddie Gibbs, like. He doesn't breathe, or no, he does, but that's the thing. He can breathe and get all the oxygen he needs to just blast off and just go nuts on the track yeah, in any kind of way, speed, sure. cadence. You know what I'm saying? How he just does this quantum shift, this phase shift into a whole different kind of flow midstream. Yeah. Now, so, mm, so like with, we were just playing uh, Swordsman and. Um, what space did that put you in? Like, where were you? Where did that transport you? Because I know that when I listen to a lot of shit, especially I get lost in the production, like, especially if I'm nice, I'm on some Blue Dream or something, which has me in my creative anyway, even though I'm usually over there anyhow. 
I was just kind of sitting there like, I go to a place. A place apart from where I am currently. It just I mentally go there, spiritually go there. Um, this is fun. All right. It might be. Walk with me. What, like for me, when I was listening to Swordsman, especially when I first heard it, and probably every time, but the story changes. The narrative changes. What's playing in my head changes. So, you know, envisioning like some uh, gritty, gritty um, metropolitan, like New York City type, Hell's Kitchen type, you know, probably a shadow figure, you know, there's no, like the face probably is kind of nondescript, but it's, you know, it's kind of like a silhouette. Some dude in the fedora, they Tracy style, overcoat investigating a crime scene or on his way to the crime scene solo dolo because he's a one-man band yeah, you know yeah. or maybe his, his fucking partner you know he's grizzled the grizzled detective over this shit but still in this shit because he keeps calling him back he's pushing off retirement time and time again having trouble at home so this is he'd rather not be doing this either but this this is his paradise and this hellscape of a life he's living you know what yeah. I mean? Five o'clock shadow, you know what I'm saying? Ain't shaved in a couple of days because he's been, you know, two days deep into a stakeout, what have you. You know what I'm saying? He's by a body of water. I don't know why in these shows, in these crime shows, and these investigative shows, there's always some niggas turning up by the docks. They're always by the docks. Everyone's by the docks. They're always at the docks. All of this shit's happening by the docks. Why don't, ca- why don't coppers just chill by the docks all the time? Less things would happen by the docks. Like just stake out twenty four seven, do shifts, one leaves, and Yes. Like, just ha- <laughs> just have a nigga at the docks all of the time. Because yeah. <laughs> they put everybody by the docks, rolled up in fucking newspapers and uh, carpet, rolled up in carpet because no one's ever at the docks. Everyone's everywhere else but the docks. It's just shipping crates at the docks. Uh, foreman, construction foreman, skippers. Mm-hmm. If you're in Maine somewhere. You know, coming back home from the big catch, if you caught anything at all. If not, that was a waste of three months. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This is some of the random shit that's in my head when I listen to music. No, I feel you. I feel you because that made me laugh because um, not this time hearing it, but quite quite a few times hearing that, I was at the detective scenario. You know what I'm saying? So that connected yeah. me. <laughs> it does kind of feel like that. It's like the chords yeah. and like what the RZA sampled and stuff. It's like, yeah, it feels like that. It's ominous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's and it's, it's ominous and it's very industrial. Yeah, that, that too. Yeah, like the... Cause it sounds the, like the sounds of the city. Metal. Yeah. Yeah, and... Ran, 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 ran. Ran, 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 ran. And then he's got the, like, these spooky chimes maybe they fucked up some wind chimes and whatever they were using pro tools whatever they were using and like yeah. they got they slapped some kind of effect on there to where they're like hollow sounding but kind of like you know percussive but like not tanny or anything like that it's kind of like an yeah. old sound like ooh, 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 ooh. and then it's like offset to this nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then it's driven by this drum kit set up that's like do 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 which is one of my favorites it's so simple seeming but it's like do 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 do
time and time again today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll do a nostalgia piece and it'll be, you hear that pattern often, quite yeah. a bit. Not not a shit ton, right? Because it's like a trap yeah. things, but when you hear it, you know that it's that. Oh, yeah. Man, all my first beats, like like years ago when I listened back, I literally was just trying to be the Rizzo. Like it had that same like, I was just trying to be a Rizzo clone. Like, uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was, that era when he was on, like, that, because, uh, see, when I when I hear it, like, um, those drums in that era, I know Rizzo was on the ASR-10. You know that? With the keyboard, mm-hmm. Kanye used it a bit. Yeah, and so that's why he was the first one kind of, like, pitching his soul samples a lot, because he just had it, like, spread out across keys. And, like, when I hear mm. those drums like that, I know it's from that era. It was just... Sound that animal, greedy New York Wu Tang sound, like you know, that's that that's just iconic. That sound, it's like no place, yeah. Like, it's this is all going down in some crime ridden Gotham City type place. Gotham PD, you know, GCPD is at wit's end, you know, like you got people retiring from the force, you got you know, the difference between. They're seasoned vets and they're pros who are over this shit and trying to find an, another kind of life to lead. You know what I'm saying? Um, versus the new inductees from the academy. It's like a giant skill gap and all that shit. And like everyone's thrown into this world together and they got to solve crimes and shit. Like, oh, I'm seeing all of this shit. <laughs> Want to hear this beat? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crime scene investigations and shit. Crime boss music. Plus, the Riz is such a, you know, the Jizzy is such a storyteller. Like, you kind of see a story unfold. And he kind of tells that kind of story. Yeah. In a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he's ultimately, like, he's just talking about how unstoppable he is, but it's like at the same time, you can end up at the docks. You can hear the fucking yeah. buoy in the background going, bang, 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 <laughs> bobbing in the water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been playing this game, right? It's called uh, Outriders. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but but Outriders, it's a game, uh, cross-platform listenership. I'm sure y'all know by now. Dropped like last week. I've been playing it ever since. It's driven by uh, the, you know, like the Unreal Engine. You you remember Unreal Tournament? Oh yeah. Okay, Unreal Tournament. So it's um, like a third person. This game. Yes. Third person style. Remember Gears of War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I okay. remember a first person guy, but Gears of War, third person, I, could, I rock with that. Right. Isn't that interesting, right? So mm. you have the creators of Gears of War on this game. Like, they developed this game okay. alongside Square Enix. Wow. Square. Wow. You know, creators oh, of Final God. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this is combined. This is on the PS5. Graphics are insane. Astounding. And so you have that high octane. Like this game, me and Chuck, my brother, we decided because we've been murking people, like just going through the story together and campaign mode and all that cool stuff. We had concluded that, all right, we got to play this game. Like we had to put our minds in the minds of the developers their style what would they reward us for what kind of behavior will they reward us for by playing this game 
Meaning, how could we ease, like, how could we float through this game with relative ease? Um, we played to a style that they created, and I think that that would suit us. So I was like, all right, Gears of War was super fucking aggressive. Everything was low, low hurdles. You're not jumping in the air, high in the air, because right. there's always bullets whizzing over your fucking head. That's right. So everything yeah, is forward, forward, forward. Yeah, and they had heavy-ass gear, so everything was weighted. It was powerful and explosive, but everything was about cover. Right, so everything was like parkour style. And we were like, okay, we got to play all of this aggressive. Because we discovered when we were hanging back and trying to buy time and reload and do this and do that, they're still, like, the AI is fucking brilliant. They keep pressing forward. The only thing that'll keep them on their heels by putting them on their heels. You got to slow them down by being aggressive. You got to be tactful in a real time, but they're going to, by the time you decide to go, when you've waited too long, you're surrounded, bro. And it's like, they're everywhere. And there's nothing you can do at this point. You know what okay. I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. You got to get in there. Got to seek safety in the heart of danger. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you this. You're familiar with warrior classes. You play video games before. You know how you can like yeah. create a character and then develop him to a certain style that suits your playing style and your personality. Um, so I'm going to ask you this. There are four classes in this. You have the trickster. Okay. And I can explain it one by one. I'll explain it one by one. Yeah, you have the trickster, which it would behoove. So they don't have high defense, but they have high speed. And this person can manipulate time and space. They can slow shit down. They can freeze you up and fuck you up as you're frozen in time or slow way down. So they don't have to be super fast, but I can also teleport. If I can read someone's energy signature, I could teleport right behind them and assassinate them. So what gave us another clue as to how this game rewards you and makes it easier to play it and be successful in it is the way that each kind of warrior class gets their energy is different. So for instance, for my character, the trickster, I'm rewarded by closing the gap, closing the distance really quick and getting in real close. So all close attacks, temporal slices and all that type ninja shit. I'm I'm basically a ninja. I get in and I get out. I have the ability to do both in, in an instant. Right, stick and move. so stick and move exactly. You're a warrior, you're a fighter, you know exactly where I'm getting at. So it's stick right. and move. So you don't want to mix it up too much. Like, you're empowered to do a lot of damage to a lot of people in a short period of time, but you also got to get the fuck out of there because your defense isn't super high, so right. you're vulnerable when you're in there. But that's a part of the thrill, and that's a part of like that's just how shit goes, right? So I, I got to get back out of there. So when I get bloodthirsty, my bloodlust gets the best of me, and I'm like, nah, 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 I'm fucking them up. No, it's like, bro, you better freeze them up and yeah. slow them up. If not, if they hit you with a few, it's over for you. But you have the ability to teleport the fuck up out of there, so get out of there, right? So that's the trickster, essentially. Okay. Guess what? You, you can only regenerate health by killing people a certain way. You got to merc. Like, you got to kill these dudes to get your health back. You can't just go and pick up a... A fucking potion, or and to regenerate your health, like you can't cast 
Kira on you and you regenerate. You got to go in there and kill in your style. So I got to get in there close to some cats, murk them, and I absorb their life force. So that's how I regenerate health. Right? When I'm away, it only regenerates to a certain amount. Do-do-do-do-do, and then it stops. Now I'm like, fuck, I know how I got to get the rest. I got to not be a pussy. I'm serious. That's how... So That's how this game works. I'm gonna say so. So you're only gonna uh, get that that reward if you're regaining your health if you're actually within a certain like like hitbox with your technique. Yes, okay. it makes you engage. You have to engage. You can't camp or any of that shit if you're a trickster. You got to go in and fight in that style. You got to okay. become the best at that style. In order to be successful, you got to master some shit. You got to master that character build. You got to master the build. If not, try something else that suits your style and fight in that style because you're only going to get rewarded at health if you continue to fight and do well in that style. So the next character, listenership, and Tatsumaki is uh, the Technomancer. Okay. <laughs> On some Blade Runner shit, right? So yeah. the Technomancer, as you can guess already, this is a long range type. Like this person, yeah. So this person, uh, technology. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So techno yeah, technology. So this guy's using, yeah. you know, shit like. Re so and these skill trees for each character build is huge. So you can still take it in different directions and inherit certain characteristics that would address what your character might lack naturally, but only to a certain degree. So a Technomancer is the only character in this game that has the ability to actually heal their party and themselves. Okay. With, you know, the technology. And also, they can heal. So they heal by shooting motherfuckers from long range, pop, 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 with like sniper rifles, pulse rifles, long range shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? They have like, uh, they just use holograms and all kind of crazy shit. So the next uh, character is going to be the the next character type or build is going to be the pyromancer. Fire. Yeah. The pyromancer is mid range. The pyromancer is a conjurer. They can summon fire and shit and just throw it at a nigga's forehead real quick, like Super Mario with the white overalls on with the red long sleeve. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's just throwing fireballs. He could also do some other nice close range things. So they're good close range, mid range, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? So you use them and you can do things at a distance or you can set them up on fire up close, but not super far away. And that's about it, though. It's fire stuff. Okay. Then you have, so that was three. The fourth and final one is, you guess. You've played video games. You've, you've done this. You've been around the block. I've been, I've been waiting on you to say kind of like the brawler close range Zangino. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it. Yeah. I was waiting. I was like going down the archetype. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Devastator. Yeah. His name is the fucking Devastator. This dude can um, defense is high as fuck. Low, <laughs> low, you know, low, low vulnerabilities, high resistance. Um, this person is super utilitarian to a group because he can be the the battering ram. He has this 
Gollum mode where he can turn into he just like can summon rock and just get just uh, basically turn into like the blue eyed thing from Fantastic Four, but way cooler fucking looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, the thing, and he can do that. So that's a great support character or a character that can like, all right, it's like a hundred of them. Hey man, you know the dude. So he goes in, Hulk smashes everybody, you know, a a fucking third of them, and then y'all can move in, right? And then the, the thing comes out like that. We have one of those moves, and like the energy shield. He's a so this is what the game is doing incredibly. They kind of flip that on on its head. It's like um, usually like a long a long range person isn't necessarily the healer, but this one is, and they have sniper rifles, guns, pistols. Like they can have access to that shit too, um, and all mm-hmm. kinds of high tech weapons, electric grenades, and this and that can. Jam radars, I'm sure, and shit like that, and heal. But the Devastator, my brother has one character. He he has a he has a technomancer. He's playing. He's using to run campaigns with his other friends. Then with me, he's got a Devastator build to see where that goes. That shit's incredible. It's been mad times. I've gotten murked, and he's able to come back and revive me because he's still alive. Because yeah. his defense is high, his resistance is high, and I'm vulnerable, and I'm always getting killed. So, right. broken just swoop up and give me, just pick me the fuck up, you know, right. kind of scruff on my neck, get me going again. But pretty balanced, man, is their skill set, especially like the oh, Devastator. Man. Usually, now he's got to be kind of up close. Now he can hit you from afar with like a rifle or something, but his shit is like the up close, the mid range. It's kind of balanced, man. You're not yeah. losing if you're being a Devastator. They find a way with each warrior class to kind of be a class that doesn't necessarily, uh, you're not going to suffer if you're a technomancer. You're not going to suffer if you're good, like great with a technomancer with a nice skill tree that you built up a high level. Same thing with the devastator, same thing with the damn trickster. If you've mastered the same thing with the pyro, I don't know about the pyro, but I'm sure the pyro isn't going to have a whole lot of issues. But the thing is it's fire. There are motherfucking ice people or people with resistances to that. So he, I could see them being useless with their fire, but maybe just u- using guns and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But it kind of nullifies, yeah. like, that person could have been any character then. So I'm not sure. So of the four characters, what character would you be? Long story long. Man. <laughs> no, that, that, that was fun, man. Because, you know, like, like we know, just... Those archetypes have existed since they were these kind of games. But it sounds like, from what you're saying, because I mean, you're right, like, there used to be, like, if you played long enough, you would realize, okay, to beat this game, you have to pick this person. Everyone else is useless. Like, it wasn't balanced. But it sounds like all that experience, all those years of failed games and flaws, they've kind of figured out how to make, like, you know, a general balance to where you can have your play style, but you're still not going to be, you know, whatever your downfall is, there's a way to compensate. You just got to figure out the strategy that's best. So, so that, that sounds tight. And, and I already knew, like, because um, it's the way I play, like, I love the, mm-hmm. the challenge of it. I definitely need yep. Devastator. <laughs> just because, like, um, and, you know, that's like from, um, you know, back in the days of the Devastator archetype wouldn't be as good like it'd be like um you know 
you have to always get close or something, but there's disadvantages to it. But I just, even then, I like the thrill of just having to, you know, take that risk of knowing the strike. It's just that type of aggressive style. It's just fun to play. Um, but it sounds like they've improved that now. And that definitely, I think, what I would pick the most. Because I felt like the other ones require, like, different type of tactics. Um, but all of them would have tactics, but I feel like the tactics of the devastator would be a more fun play style. Like, I'd like that challenge. Mm. Would you say that because, um, I'm curious, would, would that be the case more so because, um, like, if you're fighting from afar or a long game, you have to literally be more technical because, like, you got to be, like, you have to have great hand-eye to pop someone's melon off from long range. You got to factor in the wind, you know, high ground, low ground. If they're moving, you got to be able to hit moving targets. Yeah. Or whereas if you're a devastator, we can rely on our instincts again. Hand eye, of course, because we're up close or so hand eye for sure. Speed of the mind. Yeah. But that would benefit a martial artist or someone who's used to dealing with people up close anyhow in combat situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I would say definitely that, and also the thrill of like, um, as opposed to shooting, I'd rather like, you know, clinch you, or like punch, kick, like I like that feedback, that type of contact. Like I'd like to have to know the right moment when to come in, <laughs> like some kind of suplex move, and then go to the next. Like that play style is more fun to me than kind of being tactical. Them off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe just my. Uh, I mean, I'm not an aggressive person in life. When it comes to video games like that, I like to play like that. Sure. That's what's hilarious, man. You're <laughs> the ultimate laid back dude, and extensive murder experience, not murder experience, listenership. This is an upstanding citizen of New South Wales. He's a great man, a father, a husband, all of these great things. I'm saying. This man got hands and feet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I don't know if he does jujitsu, but he probably is adept on the ground to some degree I'm enough to get up off of the ground so get, that he can yeah. enough to get off of the ground so that you can continue to do what you love to do, punch and kick people in the face. <laughs> people he's sparring against listenership, not randoms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the devastator. The yeah, devastator. Okay. Sure. I knew, I figured it was like either it was going to be, now I figured I was like, I'm sure when he's thinking of an element and there's only one element, he's going to eliminate that because it's like, what if there's ice or frost? I'm fucked. (laughs) If I'm just a fire guy. (laughs) But, and then Technomancer, boring, although I can heal, but it's like, man, that's not Kung Fu (laughs) from that far away. But. The trickster sounded a bit I knew it would be between the trickster and the devastator. Just yeah. two, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. that's a fun play style, too. You know, kind of like that stealth type of play, you know? Having to be stealth in and out on some, like, solid snake type stuff. And, like, the ninja games and things like that. Like, even that Shinobi that came out for a small period on, like, PS2, I think, like, that type of play style, that, that's fun, too. So when you explain that in the beginning, I'm like, I'm going to see what else he says, but it might be trickster. <laughs> but I was waiting on the brawler dude, too. So. 
like I could overcome just you like you could just get away with more mistakes being made. You know, like if you're like a trickster or a dude with mad defense and he could just turn into a rock. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's strong as fuck, so everything goes further with his fists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's Francis Ngannou hitting people, right? Right. And he only got to hit them just a few times, and they're, like, laid flat like doormats. And so it's like, you can get away with more yeah. shit with them. The trickster, you got to be disciplined because you got to know, okay, you're in your range, but also you're vulnerable now. You can do amazing shit, yeah. but get that shit done right now and then get back to range or find cover. So what I'll do is, like, I'll see some cats off in the distance, and they're starting to pile up. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to select one, and the, the game will highlight them. You know, you'll see them outlined in blue or whatever. They start glowing, and you hit R1. You can teleport right behind that fool. What I'll do is I'll have that guy. I'll select them out of a group. So I'll teleport over there, hit L1. When I'm surrounded by them, do a temporal slice. I'm wiping out, like, seven, eight people at a time in, in one swoop. See, they disintegrate. Yeah. And then, like, I'm giving the hands and feet and whatever to whoever's in the range. But then I'm getting out of there because it ain't going to take a whole lot for them to give me the fade. Right. <laughs> and that's the, the fun cat and mouse. Yeah. You know, you do a, a check jab on the way out or a check hook on the way out. You get back to safety. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just, like, using my, like, martial arts mind when I'm doing this <laughs> shit. Like, when I'm playing these games. Everything's kung fu, Sifu says. So. Right. And then the teleport, you know, that's like on some Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yes. It's like I'm here behind you. And like, you know, yes. That'd be my second pick for sure. It's fact, funny you mentioned DBZ. Be... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I said no. Just All I had to say was, yeah, it literally appeals to our upbringing, like how we came up learning about powers and power scaling and right. certain effects that just make any character dope. Teleportation that was introduced to us by that show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, I'm trying to think now uh, what was before Dragon Ball Z, but yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Especially like fighting like that. Like uh, there were movies that kind of played around, like you know, Star Trek with that concept. But as a kid, I don't know about you, Star Wars, Star Trek just looked boring, like the aesthetic. So I never got into that. But like actually combatively teleporting, Dragon Ball Z was, you know, they were on something like that. Like my dad had us watching. See, I grew up watching Star Trek. Really? All of okay. them. Okay. The Captain Kirk one every, every like every now and again, Captain Kirk one. We would do uh Next Generation with John Luke Picard. But so you were with it though. Like you yeah. the story and all that. Yep. I was a weird child, man. I I was watching I Love Lucy. I was watching. I grew up watching westerns. Yeah, I grew up watching I Love Lucy. Everything on TV Land. I grew up watching uh, Gunsmoke. I grew up watching westerns. I grew up watching The Rifleman. I'm a weird person. I had a strange. I've I've had a lot of strange influences. Like I draw from a lot of things that no one my age can relate to, except for like you. <laughs> you <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah, you know, just a few. You know, because I grew up watching 50s things. Yeah, right. I was going to say, this one will tell me a lot about you. Were you into MASH or not? Did you watch MASH? So, whenever MASH would come on, whenever MASH would come on, that was my cue to, like, go to bed. And, I, and I'll say this. Okay. Same. Yeah. 
that was my cue. Like that was bedtime. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the intro song was a lullaby to me. And it was time to go to bed. You start seeing a bunch of white dudes and encampments and stuff and smiling and laughing. Everything's hunky dory. I can't relate. Um, same thing with Seinfeld. As soon as that meant Martin was over, that meant In Living Single was over, that meant In Living Color was over, that meant Fresh Prince of Bel Air was over, that meant Family Matters was over. And so I, it was bedtime. Plus, it would come on at around that time, like what, 10 30, 11, something like that? Nine? Yeah, it was like 11. You mean like mass? Yeah. That was like 11 p.m. and stuff. Yeah. That was bedtime for sure. School yeah. night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing else was coming on after that. Like, you just, oh, mash is on, that's the end of television. <laughs> it would be mash. Like, you remember in the direct TV bubbles on the TV guide? It was mash, oh, yeah. mash, 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 <laughs> mash, mash, yeah, mash, until yeah. seven in the morning. So guess what was happening at 7 in the morning, though? Cat and Planet. Captain yeah, Planet was on. Right. Cartoon Network. Tom and Jerry. Those two. Um, dang, you got me thinking, too, man. That's kind of like... That's like... So so MASH, they was like... We ain't putting MASH on during prime time. Nobody's watching that. Like, so literally, they looked at MASH as like, this is the feeling. What are we going to put on when everyone's asleep? Oh, MASH. No one cares. Isn't that insane? Think about this. Yeah. Think about how fat the pockets are, and I could be totally wrong about this, Mash people. Um, maybe you can inform me. I mean, pot dot com, or I'm on IG at Monkey D Trivanti. But I figured, because you know how TV works. Like, if you see a show all the time, the niggas who were actors in that show probably still get a nice little check, even after all these years. Residuals. Mash is definitely syndicated. I've never seen more show like of the same show um, intruding upon my life. I was not asking for mash, but I got a a bunch of mash, yeah, a lot of mash. It was all mash all the time, right? Yeah. I used to watch Matlock, Murder She Wrote again. Okay. Strange kid. Yeah. But so that was on at my grandma's house, so I I, I, was, I watched it all the time. <laughs> the the Andy Griffith show was getting watched. Ain't B and M, all of that. Yeah. Hope. So you had all of that shit on, but then you had MASH. And I'm like, these cats are responsible for so many people's bedtimes, so many children's bedtimes. They're like, I wonder how they felt when they were shooting the show. I'm sure it was very popular because it took place like it was about a, like it was a wartime show. So when that, it was pretty unique, but it wasn't our shit. And so it was like, nah, man. After I watched all of our black shit, it was bedtime, yeah. and our black ass parents yeah. was telling us to take our black black ass to bed. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, "Damn, they get so many residuals because they were on, oh, yeah. because they were nothing but TV guy filler." Yeah, just you know that show lived for decades. I'm sure from like 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And I'm like, "Damn, that alone made sure that them cats will never have to worry about nothing." the rest of their life <laughs> man and i just thought about this like you know if there's a show like if you were on a show and nobody watched it it goes off air but that's the longest running show that nobody really has ever seen i don't know the dialogue after like the intro but it's I've... the longest running show that nobody zero ratings 
That's hilarious that you say that. What a great point, right? That's the yeah. greatest show no niggas ever seen that I've ever met or known. No one's watched the show, but everyone knows Mash. Yeah. Huh? That's wild. Yeah. Zero ratings for like zero ratings. Forty, thirty years, whatever that period is, that generation kind of, you know, moves to the side. How do you do that, Tatsumaki? Like, what do you do? Like, what deal with Malabogia do you have to do, or, or broker with Malabogia? You know the motherfucking devil from uh, Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. Todd McLean shit. Malabogia. I don't know how he arrived at that name. Yeah. Might have been his grandma's name or something. And he, so it's got it's kind of tongue in cheek. You're like, well, my, yeah. my grandma's name was Malabogia. She was a bitch. And uh, <laughs> yeah, something backwards actually. I feel like looking at it. I bet he took something, you know, Ooh. they flip it backwards and they make stuff. Are those called like palindrome? No, that's front and back. Oh my gosh, bro. Now we're back. All right, back from the commercial break, listenership. All right, Malibu. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. What What sort of events? precipitated to becoming I don't know if I'm using that word right um, led to the precipitation of the <laughs> that can't be how you use that I'm trying to be literary listen to me if you kept going though it made complete sense all I had to, all I had to, hey that's one of my problems I could say shit that makes no sense that sounds like it makes all of the sense it's also a superpower Niggas yeah. are like, I don't know what that means either. I was going along with it, like, mm-hmm, I feel you. Right. <laughs> I, I can relate. Yeah. Fire, Devils, Malabogia, Spawn, Todd McFarlane, the other comic yeah. universe. Hmm. John Leguizamo, 90s film, dope, underrated, Michael J. White. I'm just free associating now, listening to shit. I, 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 so, yeah, right. I, I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed I it. loved it. I've seen it a lot. I watched it a lot as a kid. It's yeah. the only spawn we have, yeah. besides yeah. Soul Caliber. Yeah, right. Because it would be. Yeah. Do you know how dope that film would be today? Oh, oh yeah. With this Michael Jai White. Time. With Michael Jai White. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think that anyone else has spawned. Because they talked yeah. about doing Spawn with Jamie Foxx. That's my brother. I love yeah. him. It's nothing yeah. he can't do. I'd rather Michael J. White. That's the Spawn. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the Spawn now. It was yeah. etched, It was burned yeah. into my brain, seared into my memory. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. when? Uh, 96, Randy Moss time? Alan Iverson? Yeah. The questions, any answers? Those, those years? Yeah. The Jordan 13s uh-huh. and 12s? Those years? The yeah. snakeskin retros. Yeah. And to be more specific, I, I think, like, this is just me, my brain. I think that, that Michael Shaw White in the 90s is the one, but the one now, I think he's too big. He's you know, way too character. huge. Yeah. Like he, Not like, too he's huge. He's just a gigantic. Yeah, yeah, because because he, like, Michael just, I mean, he's a 50-something-year-old man, so he put all of that he has all of that mass, like that grown man shit now. Like really grown yeah. man. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's massive. Like he's a 250 pound dude. Mm. At least I'd say. Wouldn't you that say? Can, with his feet. That could move. Yes, head. that could that could move at lightning speed. What an interesting build. Yeah. Well, all right, so what kind of build is he? A devastator? <laughs> or a trickster? Man, he's a he I think he's a devastator with trickster capabilities. Yes. Because he's a devastator build. Look at his look at him. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy. Is that he's he's a heavyweight? He will be a heavyweight UFC fighter. But wow, how unfair! If he knew mixed like if he was a mixed martial artist, like if he did grappling, yeah. jiu-jitsu, all that stuff. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that was the case, if in another mm-hmm. life he had that going on, but he he was this still. Michael Jai White, Michael Jai White. What the fuck would you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a heavyweight, and if he did mix, and if he did mix martial arts, I'd be willing to bet he he'd be light heavy. He'd be cut probably because of yeah. his height. I mean, he's okay. tall, but like heavyweight tall, I think he's short for heavyweight. Yeah. But do you think that Michael John White has a heavy? Did he have a heavyweight frame? Is that why he's always massive? I know why he's yeah, big yeah, now because you know because I think that he has a naturally humongous frame because he was. Diesel. Yeah. He was jacked when he was. He's always been wide. Young, yeah. So I think that he yeah. had the frame. He was just young, so he didn't have all that extra mass yeah. packed on. You know, like the grown man weight. You just saw him like he yeah. always looks like a bodybuilder. I'm like, I think that's his build. But he trains See, like a psycho. I'm of, now I'm thinking of the timeline because, like, like Universal Soldier and all, like that era, he was like really like ripped. But like, I think the first time I noticed. An increase in the size was uh, that undisputed two with Scott Atkins mm. when he was the boxer. Okay. That was the first time I noticed, like, oh shoot, he's like, he's like thick. <laughs> he's built like a Dragon Ball Z character. Like, he's the only martial artist I've yeah. ever seen, really, really, besides Bolo Young. But even Bolo's not built like a martial artist. He's he's built like a linebacker in the NFL. Bolo Young was. Oh, yeah. Bolo, he's like the 70s strongman. Yeah, not ripped or shredded like a a Dorian Yates, but like puffy built, not not shredded or anything right. like that, but just a right. yeah, seventy strong man, like kind of smooth contours, but all muscle, <laughs> yeah. but just no cuts. Yeah. Right. That might be nineteen forty strong man, where they all wore that leotard unitard thing, and they would go, "Hello, you, how do you do today, sir?" And then like had the Pringles man mustache. And they wrote, yeah, that curled up like Raleigh fingers. And then they had a, they would, uh, their bikes had a gigantic 10 foot front wheel and a, you know, a a 12 inch sub for a back wheel, you know, little ass, you know, them tall ass bikes. Like, did they really ride bikes like that back in the forties and shit? Like big ass, tall ass tricycles with giant ass. Did they have to? That they're thinking was like the big one, probably like. But if you fall from that skyscraper bike, you're dead meat. Them niggas weren't built for tough. They had the 40s famine and the fucking crash of the Wall Street and they were impoverished and shit. 
and everyone wore yeah. suit and was still poor as fuck, even with the suit on. Because that didn't mean you was going to an interview. Everyone wore suits, even the kid, the town crier and shit. Everyone had a suit on. Yeah. But these niggas came up with that hard work ass bite, little ass pedals. See, keep this in mind. Physics wise, big giant ass tire. You might want some big ass, I don't know, giant pedals or some different kind of pedals. But they had, I think they had the regular ass, regular pedals, little ass pedals. But you had to turn this giant wheel with those little ass pedals. And then you had this giant or, or this tiny training wheel for a tire in the back. And the seats way up in the sky. I'm thinking. Was was that seat in yeah, the air if, of see, the old timey bike? Now that you're talking about it, yeah. Now I'm thinking, was it actually for transport, or was because the only visuals I have now is like maybe like at a circus or a show. Like I'm wondering uh, if that was for show, or if okay. cats was really like transport. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna look it up after this now. I got to like I don't even know I don't even know what to call it. Like I'm gonna look up something right now. I'm going to just type in, come on, yeah. Google, help me, or Bing. All right. Bing, if you had an app, I'd use you. All right. So I'm going to just type in old-timey tricycle. Fuck, it's, it's just going to be an old fucking tricycle. Never mind. Old-timey bike. Little-ass, no, big-ass front, big-ass tire. All right. Big-ass tire. Forgive me. I'm using search engine optimization. That's why it sounds like a, a disconnected idea. No, I'm just typing old-timey bike, big-ass, and tire. There's going to be some ass pics that uh, show up because I typed in ass, and yeah. uh, let's see what happens. Images. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, I I... It's worried. a growler. It's a growler. Dude, I found the fucking bike. Okay, y'all. This is called... This is not what it's called, but it's an old-timey ass. Let me pull this shit up real quick. I'm going to pull it up here, and I'm going to share the screen with you, my friend. All right. Yeah. I'm going to do this right now. Okay. No, maybe not. I'm going to just look it up on, on, on the phone. Okay, so this thing is called... Let's see. Oh, wow, dude. Do you know what this fucker's called? Listenership. Do you know what this fucking bike is called? This old-timey, hilarious bike? This is called, or was called, or is called, was called, because no one calls it this. Any, well, they still call it this, but... It's not in existence no more. They called it a velocipede. A velocipede. A velocipede, like a centipede, millipede, and then you got the evolved form, the velocipede. So it has a, it has an E at the end that ends with D-E? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Ain't that funny? Like if you had to guess, if they would have like showed you a picture, it's like, guess what this is called, I'm going to give you $2 million. He's like, oh, I'm going to pay off my student loans. Okay. Uh, like, you'd be trying to think of the best name that would make sense. What would you, Lost all right, me. so this is a game. All right, listenership, Tatsumaki. It's called a Velocipede, but nigga, what would you have called it with your own brain had these white people not called it and named it something ridiculous first? Looking at it. Do you know? All right, here. Let me show you the visual if I can. Let me see. Uh, okay, it's focusing. Oh, geez, the picture is just crazy. <laughs> like, that's crazier than what was in my brain. <laughs> Bro. That is crazy. I wouldn't even call that a bicycle. Man, I mean, 
buy and cycle. All right. So the etymology <laughs> is technically, you know what I'm like, you know what I'm about to say. It is only in that there are by two fucking circles yeah. with spokes and the fucking and handlebars at the top, and it cycles. So it's a bicycle. Yeah. Yo, Jeez. by the way, shout out to my fucking webcam. I just got this shit today. Look at what it's doing with the adjustment it made with yeah, the autofocus right. and shit. Wow. <laughs> Where, Anyways, and th- is, yeah, that wasn't even what it was in my brain when I was going off. <laughs> so, what was in your brain? Like, what did you see? What kind of bite did you build it, in your brain? I think it looked a bit more actually like a bicycle. Like, a, I saw some old dude like on it like this. It's just the mm. front wheel was big and the one was smaller. It, it was like more like, but that, like, I was like, that just shocked me when I saw it. That's what that was. Now. This is what I, I was tripping. Well, I was joking, but this is actually what it looks like. Big ass tire in the front, like I thought. The pedals are way the fuck down there. So the the pedals are in the center, obviously. And then you have the little ass tire. The wheelbase is hilarious. The wheelbase, like it's... That's just... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, that's like the, it's basically a training unicycle, basically. Mm, mm. Like that one in the back? Yeah. It's like, you might as well when you're a pussy. unicycle. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but you're too pussy to, you know, to go just full uni, so you're going with the bicycle <laughs> instead of the uni. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the unicycle training wheel, so you're on the bicycle. So bicycles yeah. are the evolution of the fact that unicycle is for pussies. Is is that what you're saying, right. Tatsumaki? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Uh, I think of the f- fucking powerful fucking quads you got to develop pedaling a, a circle that fucking big. Or it's less fish. work because it's a big-ass circle, but you got little-ass oh. pedals. I don't think that that was an easy thing to do. Oh, hell no. There's no way. I mean, there's a reason we don't see it anymore. Right. We ain't seen it in 90 years for this fucking reason. Look at the fucking... So, this is what I thought. The seat is way the fuck on top of the the fucking tire. It's on the big one, on the the big tire. The seat's way up there in the sky. So, again, if you fell the fuck off, I'm going to need, like... A back rest, a back for this. It ain't nothing but like yeah. a horse saddle on top of a big ass tire wheel on some dates. And, and what's the learning process? Like the learning curve. How Probably also how like. and how do you get the fuck up there? Yeah. You like you gotta be a flying trapeze artist and then do your flippy to do dip <laughs> and then end up on a seat. You gotta land up there real circus like. Yeah. And precise. If not, you fall I, right on your neck. I had it in my brain. Like maybe they started like sideways and you got on it and then you had to jump up and then have quick or something like that. Like, oh shit, son. That's a hilarious visual. All right, so these niggas is holding this bitch sideways diagonal style. And yeah. then they got to do a run and start. I've had to do run and starts and piece of shit cars and things yeah. like that. You've had a hoopty before. We had to yeah. just, hey, yo, push me. And oh, then you start to, all right, good, we good. 
and you slow down, yeah. it's idling, fine, it's purring like a kitten. All right, fam, hop in. Then y'all yeah. good? I've had that. I've been there before. Listenership, I'm sure some of y'all had shitty cars before. So this, though, all right, so in your brain, you're pedaling this shit halfway sideways. You're struggling, too, because yeah. it's a lot of space. It's probably heavy as fuck. It's made out of... Bro, think about that, too, the weight of this. Everything back then was made out of fucking iron, iron ore. I ain't even talking about steel. That's right. They didn't even start yeah. smelting yet and combining aluminum with copper with um, steel to form an, a lightweight alloy. They weren't doing that shit yet. They, they weren't smelting yet. Mm. No, this is a fucking cast iron skillet built tricycle, mm. bicycle, unicycle thing called a velocipede. So they're running sideways yeah. and they hop on. But do you know what kind of thrust your leg, the launch leg has to give you to be able to get... Oh, yeah even enough to be able to start to balance with with your core to keep from falling to your oh, death sure. because the bike is in the air as high as fuck in the air you will fall off i, I mean, wonder how many people, wasn't on... i wonder how many niggas have fell have fallen to their deaths leave leaving the pub the irish pub you know it's one in the morning yeah. and then like niggas in a suit by the way it's hard to pedal and do anything in a suit this shit ain't baggy oh, yeah. Them ain't G-Star jeans. You feel me? So they, them guys leaving in Dockers. You know what I'm saying? Some seer suckers. Sure. You know, some Oshkosh Bagash and shit. Then they hop on this bitch and fall off. Yeah. And then that was the last you ever heard of. Um, Old-timey name. I need an old-timey name. Barnaby. It's the last, last you ever yeah. saw of Barnaby. Burnaby. Body turned up at the docks. Body turned up at the docks. Yeah. <laughs> there I, the solution for everything. Just take him to the docks. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Couldn't he, couldn't even get on his fucking bike. Couldn't even get on the bike. That's it. <laughs> uh, oh man. my god. Yeah, definitely. Everybody wasn't on the philosophy like that. We had to be a certain lifestyle. You know, you had to go through certain like preparations in life if you were that one. The Velocipede. I never thought I would come yeah. across that being the name of this old timey bike bike cycle. Unicycle yeah. for for pussies. Which is a better name, to be honest, than Velocipede. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of Velociraptor and I'm like, this ain't got no teeth, no fangs, no claws. Yeah. It's not a bird of prey. That would be the fastest that anyone's moving. So I get the lot because you know you need to walk in in those days. Or okay. if you figure out the philosophy, like imagine like if somebody's like, "Hey man, can you get this for me?" You know, like if someone had the philosophy, that's like, I can't believe you already got it, like type stuff. Like it'd be yeah. groundbreaking. I wonder if there's like some pictures, some old timey ass pictures in sepia in black and white obviously because i think life was in sepia back then <laughs> life didn't have much color i was weird as a kid i i used to think that just olden times had an olden time color i'm sure things are colorful yeah i just thought the life was beige yeah life is beige or like what we come to find is called sepia i'm like no just everything's tan mm. everything was tan back then or gray I'm like, man, mama yeah. and papa, I used to look at old people like, damn, man, it's crazy. Like, y'all get to see color now. Like, isn't that wild that back then y'all just saw everything in a tan tint, just beige? Just everything in life was like at 6 o'clock p.m. 
when the sun is, yeah. you know, meeting the horizon and it's looking beautiful over a, a beach or a lake or a body of water, it's all golden. It's just a golden time of day. It's like the end yeah. and bicentennial man. <laughs> Real glittery and sparkly. Everything was beige back then. But yeah. now, look, Mama, that's red. Papa, that's that's green. Isn't that cool? Green means go, red yeah. means stop. But y'all picked up pretty quickly on that. That's crazy. Old people adapting to modern times. And they're like, nigga, it's always been a red and a green light. If you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's interesting, man. Do you, do you have any instances yeah. where you feel dated in the way that you communicate? Like you say something to somebody or someone says some shit to you to remind you of where you are in life now. It's like, did I just get called sir by a grocery store clerk? Did you just call me sir, yeah. sir? Like like you called the sir, yeah. sir for sir on you. You're like, did you just call me sir? Yeah, sir. Yeah. Well, well see the sir and, and ma'am, I'm impervious to that because, you know, like in martial arts, coming up through the ranks, it's always sir, yes, sir, type yes. thing, like that military type stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I call, I, I say sir to like four year olds, you know? I'm teaching like, hey, sir, man, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm like that yeah. too, man. I'm a country boy. We country boys yeah. as well. Yeah. Before martial arts, right? I was saying sir and ma'am because right. nigga, I had to. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's yeah. what was expected of me. And then it was like, it never left. Keep in mind, mm-hmm. that's been a habit formed since I was no longer a gammy or a zygote. I was a full-fledged human. Yeah. And yeah. from the moment I can go, who am? I was told what to fucking do. Not through there were consequences. Yeah. So I was saying yes, sir, ma'am, all the way until now. And I'm still saying yes, sir, ma'am. And chicks don't like it. Even grandma aged ladies. Yeah. They, they be they solid. Yeah. And literally I'm like, hey, look, I'm I'm I was having to explain because they're so offended. I'm like, hey, look, it's I'm just out of the shit. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I swear. Yeah. It's like, man, I have the best intentions of all time, but you're upset. Huh. You're, you're, you're upset right now. You're, you're upset at this. <laughs> literally the best intention. Like, the greatest intentions upset. of all time, perhaps. Maybe the greatest intentions yeah. of all time. But man, she's mad. Damn, she's salty. Yeah. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Hoping to score a couple of points. I lost yeah. a couple of points. <laughs> uh. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Damn. You watching anything right now? Uh, what am I looking at? Um, yeah, what you looking at? Trying to think. You know what? I, it's weird. Like, I don't really watch shows anymore. But, like, mm. now it's like, you know, there's, like, the content that you want. Like, for example, like, I mean, YouTube, for example, we got, like, anything that I'm interested in. So it's like, uh, I'm a, you know, I think feel like most of the time we spend watching these little 10 minute, 20 minute, little spurts of things that interest us rather than shows. I mean, there's still like so many good shows like, uh, but I have like a whole list of stuff. Like I still mm. wanna, I gotta get into the, the Wu-Tang that came out on Hulu. Yes. The second season's about to come out. I gotta catch up. I, I haven't watched it, that's on my list. Yeah, what a, I'm still trying to go through the uh, the Cobra Kai's because I know a lot of people like those. 
It's so the I'm shit, son. The what season are you on? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm almost finished with season one. Okay. I'm excited for you. I can't wait yeah. to catch up about yeah. it. Okay. Okay. I was thinking, too, when we started talking about movies, we need to do another one after we both saw Mortal Kombat. Then Mortal Kombat. You know what? That we'll do that. Bananas. Listenership, yeah. you heard it here. We're going to dedicate that next pod that we do to just Mortal Kombat. Hell we'll talk yeah. about some other shit because that's what me and Katsumaki do. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to start off with talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh, hell yeah. Like, because, man. We just started showing a bit more of the, tra- the trailers. And like I'm like, I cannot wait for that shit. Like, that's our generation right there, man. We were Yo. a generation where like our parents didn't want us to play it because then at least like the little crappy blood. Now it's just the worst graphics ever. But back then, I'm just like, we've been watching. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> I had never played a game where you hit a nigga and blood was just all over the place. And yeah. I'm telling you, like you said, those are Mario Paint graphics. That shit was horrible. Bro, I got a 4K TV now. I got the PS5. I got Mortal Kombat 5. That shit is like, this is too real, actually. Yeah. It's crazy, but amazing. I need it, right? They show the bones crackling when you knee a nigga in the ribs. You're like, oh, I got the whole rack. (laughs) I got every last one of them. The false ones, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got that going on, but man, when Mortal Kombat came out on Super Nintendo and Sega, my gosh, I had never seen nothing like it. Oh, yeah. You really felt like you was cutting someone's fucking head off with Kung Lao's hat when that didn't look like a hat and that don't look like a head. But still, (laughs) they just found a way to use what little technology they had to create the space, the atmosphere. Just the atmosphere. Even just uppercutting the bitch off of the balcony onto you know, some spikes at the bottom. Like, it was one of the first games I saw where the environment was a weapon. How about you? Yeah, 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 same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that was before a lot of those games where the, the stage was interactive yeah, with the fight. Like, yeah, that's that's facts. Re- remember um, um, for Super Nintendo, like, how they came with, like, a little pamphlet that kind of super not not super oh, yeah. Nintendo, but Mortal Kombat had in that pamphlet. It had a little comic in the back of it. It had hand drawn. I, I don't think I had the, the. Really? Yeah, it was a pamphlet. Like yeah. Ed Boon and them. I don't know. Had some artists or they drew. It was like a comic book, and it explained the origin stories cool. of like super. Um, it would have the bios, like mini bios of all the characters, like Scorpion. I remember for like I. I color is said varies. I thought varies was a color. I was a stupid kid. I thought varies was a color. I didn't realize that varies meant it fucking depends. <laughs> yeah. They're all white sometimes, and then they're basically all white. They could have fucking said that, man. I was four, five. I was like, oh, his eye colors are varies. <laughs> or would you say it depends? No, I had a flesh Kincaid reading. Reading level of, I don't know, first grade, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. possibly, you know, reading level. That's fucked up, right? A Microsoft Word processor, like a word processor, can judge your reading abilities and let you know where you stack up. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, yeah. nigga, you can't read. So, yeah. uh, I know that you're 17. Yeah, 
but your flesh Kincaid reading level, fourth grade. Yeah. And I'll just leave that there. I'm just a talking paperclip. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, dog, I got to start getting ready for this at work, man. I got to get back to, you know, that life and all that stuff. Absolutely, my brother. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Let's play us out, shall we? But, yeah. But now we're definitely going to do that, man. We're going to do that Mortal Kombat cast for sure. We're going to do that, brother, man. And I want to play us out, man. And ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned for the next installment of the Monkey D. Trevante Tatsumaki show. And it's going to be featuring, you know, Mortal Kombat. And we are going to send you all off with, you know what? I really dig some devil music. I don't know about you, but here we go. All right. Monkey D. Trevante on all the SPs. I mean, please share with your loved ones, your friends, draw hats, and all. Share the love. Oh, leave a Sterling five-star review, please. That really helps get the analog. I'm sorry, algorithms popping. Yo. Listen to all around the world, man. Shout out to all of my nations showing me love on the I Mean Podcast. And shout out to Tatsumaki, man. I'm proud of you, man. The way the mama raised us was pure faith. So Diablo wouldn't phase us or daze us. So lay us down to sleep. Know the wolf from the sheep. All the sheep will cry. Wolf. And through the deadly wolf, while the wolf was asleep, I keep my mind a ghost. And my heart the most. Don't play fools too closely with my eyes at post. So Diablo will be hosting the game of life. The knives is by the throats of the young. And blows death straight through the lungs as the mind gets washed by visions of sugar plums. But we still overcome because we ain't dumb. But we ain't smart. They got the girls by the heart. And the niggas by the nuts, head, tongue, and butt Yeah, they're trying to fuck us up, but shit, you know what's up We gotta get with the movements and movement soon They consume every wound, who bears? We need this desert, they do I'm Monkey D. Trevante on IG That's at Tatsumaki You can see it right there on the screen T-A-T-Z-U-M-A-K-I-I-I And, uh Please share, show the love, man We love y'all, and we out of here You understand? This is Shout out to the far side, California zone. All right, and I'll leave the uh, link in the description. All right. Yo, man. Hey. That was a bar, brother. Thanks for having me, brother.